0: This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, exclusively on the BUN 2.0, KBUN-FM 104.5.
1: Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors is sponsored by DS Beverages, the North Country's distributor of Anheuser-Busch, and by Bonded Lock & Key. Checking in with Phil Talmudge, the Bedette Area Fisheries Manager. They've got a big meeting coming up Tuesday night, 6 to 9, Lake of the Woods School in Bedette, on some proposed regulations for Lake of the Woods. Phil, we're going to get into that in a minute, but I, I want to start off by talking about this past year on Lake of the Woods because everything I heard from everybody I talked to, from you earlier in the year to lots of people I knew who went up fishing there, it was a spectacular year on Lake of the woods,
2: yeah, you know all, all season long anglers were were finding fish and catching lots of keepers and a lot a lot of a lot of slot fish as well, so the reports were pretty consistent throughout the year that we we had some real good fishing up here this summer and it, the fall actually
1: yeah, and it's you know it was week in week out, you got into late July into August, still kept hearing. The fish continued to bite, and, you know, um, Bemidji had a pretty good year, but uh, not as consistent as Lake of the Woods was. Lake of the Woods, uh, I didn't hear one bad report all summer long.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, and, and we did have a krill survey going uh, on this summer. Actually, it just, it just ended on Sunday, so we haven't had a chance to uh, work through all the data yet, so we'll have a little bit better, uh, we'll be able to put some statistics to it, but, uh yeah, it 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 was a was a good year and uh, you know, by and large uh Anglers are real satisfied with uh how their summers went up here.
1: I know there were a lot of lakes that just never seemed to get in sync and I think a lot of that had to do with a real late spring for some of them. Um obviously that didn't bother Lake of the Woods.
2: No, it, it it really didn't. It was actually real good even early here when it was kinda the weather was still a little iffy and you know uh, just uh, we wrapped up our fall gill netting and uh, a lot of our uh, lake survey work here a couple about a week and a half ago and you know all indications from that are you know good healthy fishery out there we had a what appears like it's going to be a real good year class of walleye put down this year so uh they, they had some real nice growth this summer getting up there around that eight inches uh which is quite a bit for a, a walleyes up up here and uh you know, sauger were a little bit down but uh Um, All in all, it was a really good year up here.
1: Uh, Another uh, aspect of fishing I heard great stuff from, and, of course, uh, I talked to uh, (laughs) a guy from the Canadian side a lot, uh, Gussie, uh, but the bass fishing sounded like it was going great guns, too.
2: Yeah, I have some friends that fish up on the Canadian side uh, for bass, and well, as well as the river, uh, the Rainy River, and yeah, it, it was, it, it was uh, real good bass fishing. And, you know, it actually had a lot of good crappie reports from around the lake as well. So, uh, even some reports on some of the, the the shallower bays on the south end of the lake. Uh, some folks catching crappies, some nice crappies. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it you know, as, as you well know, it's a good multi uh, species fishery, and. Uh, people people like to get up here and take advantage of that
1: how was the sturgeon bite this year
2: well that's probably the one part that was a little bit uh, uh down i would say uh, w- one of the ways i track that is uh, anglers catching tagged fish and reporting their tag- tagged fish and it was noticeably fewer uh, tagged sturgeon being reported and um, you know just kind of in general a little bit of a slower bite on the rainy river here this this spring and uh and summer uh it it does seem like it's picked up a little bit here the last few weeks uh you know we're now back into you know catch and release only for the sturgeon but uh uh you know we we do, we are we do know there's a still you know a good population of sturgeon out there i i don't know if it had something to do with the low water conditions uh concentrating those fish in different locations than what people are used to uh, until we started getting this rain the last few weeks uh it's It's been really dry up here.
1: So it, uh, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the population?
2: No, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's weather and uh, th- that, that uh, fun thing we like to do is just called fishing. And, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that had more to do with it than anything.
1: All right. Well, you've got a big meeting coming up Tuesday night as we said at the outset. Uh, you're uh, going to um, uh, present some uh, proposals for some uh, special regs going forward. What are we looking at here?
2: yeah we have uh two big bigger changes that uh you know have uh gotten some attention uh through the spring and summer and into the fall here and these these came through uh as part of our uh, Lake of the Woods fisheries management planning process and uh the, the, i guess i'll we'll start off with the first regulation be change being proposed as a change to the winter fishery on Lake of the Woods from uh December 1st through April 14th uh they would be reducing the 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 limit of walleye and sauger. Currently anglers can keep eight walleye and sauger with no more than four being walleyes uh in the wintertime. Uh the proposal would be to reduce that to six walleye sauger with no more than four walleyes. Uh the regul the, the slot limit uh would stand with the one over would remain in effect during during that time period. So essentially it's uh it's a reduction of two Sauger that uh anglers could keep in the winter time. Uh, you know uh it brings it into in line with what we have for our summer regulation, uh, and furthermore uh, recent years we've been in excess of our target harvest on Sauger on lake of the woods, uh, and about about eighty percent of that harvest comes during the winter time, so reducing that that winter harvest a little bit will uh, uh, we're hoping will help bring us closer to towards our target
1: okay what um I know you. Had, you you're obviously you're, you said you're above the the target for sauger. Some people might say, "Well, what's the big deal about sager? If you if you get more sauger out of there, that makes more room for more walleyes."
2: Yeah, you know, and uh, we we do hear that argument. Uh, you know, and the two species obviously uh, are very closely related and, uh, and and do mm-hmm. occupy at certain times very similar habitat. But uh, that said, there are some subtle differences in what in what each of them. Uh, what What each of them use out of the lake, whether it's habitat at a certain time of the year or what what they're consuming in uh you know as far as bait fish uh is it, variable between the two species, so there are some differences you know and uh you know one of the in the in the summertime the the garn a real as big of a part of the angler's uh catch uh but in the winter time what you know everyone says they're going up to lake of the woods and going walleye fishing. One of the things they're actually targeting when you're sitting out there at your ice in the in your rental shack that you rented from one of the resorts and you're sitting in one spot all day long, you know you get your rush of walleye that come through in the morning and then until they come back later on in the day, what you're largely catching is a lot of soger so the soger are real important actual actually to the to the fishery and uh um an important part of the anglers uh you know what anglers want from the fishery. And, uh, you know, by all means, actually, we don't really see, um, you know, if the walleye population's been down, it doesn't seem to coincide with the sauger going up. They seem to kind of do their own thing independently. So um, it's not a, quite as simple as uh, getting the sauger out of there means more walleyes.
1: Okay. Um, one of the things that you brought up was uh, the winter harvest rates. And, you know, that's, uh, that is a huge factor that just wasn't there years ago. The volume of fish going out of a lot of lakes in the winter time are are really starting to, I wouldn't say wreak havoc, but just starting to be a big factor.
2: It, it is, you know, and it's it's changed. And, you know, we've been fortunate here on Lake of the Woods to have a, a fairly extensive record of uh, creel survey, not just in the summertime, but the winter as well. And uh, just a kind of a fun stat and put it in perspective of what we're looking at here, you know, prior to 2001 on Lake of the Woods, we'd never, in the wintertime, we'd never reached a million angling hours in the winter. Um, You know, we were typically in that, it kind of depended on how bad the winter was and, you know, how people could get around, but it was always under a million angling hours um, and just, you know, not not a lot of change there. However, since then, we've gotten to the, it's crept right up uh, over the last 17 years, 16, 17 years. It's crept right up and now we sit, we sit at or above two million angling hours of winter. Uh, you know, so we're doubling the amount of pressure. Um, we have made some regulation adjustments in the past, uh, reducing the the walleye and sauger to reduce the harv, walleye and sauger harvest. But uh, you know, that 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 increasing pressure is what's really driving you know this harvest in that in that winter fishery. And you know, certainly nobody wants to see that wal that sauger fishery, well, uh, or the walleye for that matter, but the sauger fishery. Uh, have any issues just knowing that it is the bread and butter of that winter fishery
1: coming up more with phil talmage and we'll also check in with ethan rogers see how the bites been in this neck of the woods this is paul bunyan country outdoors sponsored by bonded lock and key and ds beverages Check us out every Thursday 1240 during high noon and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. We're also online. You can go to KBUNSportsRadio.com, click on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors for the archives, or you can subscribe to the podcast. Just go to podcast podcast1.com or iTunes and subscribe. Still to come, Ethan Rogers from Northwoods Bait, but right now we're talking with Phil Talmage. He is the manager of the Bedette Area Fisheries Office. i have got a big meeting coming up Tuesday night at Lake of the Woods High School from 6 to 9 to discuss proposed Regulation changes on Lake of the Woods. We've talked about the walleye sauger change. What is the other proposal you're putting forward?
2: Yeah, so the other proposal that we have moving forward here is has to do with the Rainy River uh, and Four Mile Bay of Lake of the Woods. Uh, currently, anglers from March 1st through uh, April 14th are allowed to keep two two fish. Uh, they have to be below 19 and a half inches similar to the winter fishery we've watched the the, pro, the amount of pressure uh... increase there i think it's uh, fair to say it's driven by a little different influence uh... we're seeing that that used to be about a two week long season that would take place up here and a lot of times it would get uh... the, the river would get dirty and uh... shut the fishing down so really the effective days that anglers had for many years was you know less than a handful or less than a week of good days of fishing now we 've seen in that season get a you know to the point where it's it, it's well over thirty days or up to forty five days you know we've seen angling pressure um, be ex- quite excessive we've seen harvest uh in that forty thousand pound range mm. and uh the what 's gone on is with this increasing pressure and increasing duration of the season essentially anglers are uh are keeping uh you know it, it's adding up to the point of uh where it appears to be having an impact, uh, the the harvest is fo- is focused by virtue of the regulation on on fish under 19 and a half inches. So what anglers keep on a typical year is about 80 to 90 percent of them are male walleyes. Fast forward about two weeks after the season closes, and we're up there uh, doing our our, our spring electrofishing um, on the spawning grounds. We find we have we see an abundance of. You know, big ma- uh, big females and lots lots of female fish up there. But uh, in recent years, we've been well, we've documented a decreasing trend, and and in recent years, we've seen very few males on the spawning beds. So, um, you know, we haven't seen it. You know, trickle down to a population level impact at this point, but uh, we do know that uh, that that uh, ratio of males and females on there is skewed. You know typically you see fifty five to seventy percent males on a spawning ground, and we're less than twenty five percent males Wow, so we're trying to uh, uh you know be proactive and allow anglers to still go out there and uh and 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 fish for them so what we're proposing is actually in that same time frame from March first through April fourteenth on the rainy river and four mile bay lake of the woods, it would be catch and release only. Uh, so that that's the that's the other change
1: i know a lot of people you know love to go up there and and do that that early fishing um they'll still be able to do that that's really the bottom line it's just you're not going to be able to keep
2: them yep exactly you know and and we've done a lot of creel surveys on the river we've asked anglers what their primary reason is for being there and uh, i think it's 94 percent of them uh, respond back they're there for one of three reasons to catch big walleyes to catch a lot of walleyes or there's nowhere else I can go fish open water at this time of the year, so I wanted to get the boat out. Uh, it's very typical to be less than 2 to 3% of the people say they're there to actually harvest a fish, uh, or they're two fish. You know, that doesn't mean only 2 or 3% are harvesting fish. because
1: Well, it, yeah, as long as you're the, there, the boat, right?
2: If you're there, you know, and and the, and, the, and uh, it's legal, yeah. uh, you know, uh, why not? But uh, it, it's time for us to make this adjustment and uh, – uh you know our goal here is this in this um public comment and input period here is to to get get feedback and uh uh comment from from our angling public you know we've already gotten quite a bit of feedback through our lake management planning process um uh you know since news releases and such have been coming out on this topic we've been getting a lot of a lot of phone calls a lot of emails letters written to us uh and and, and uh Support is, is is very favorable for for both of those regulations thus far.
1: Okay, so the vibe is pretty good.
2: The vibe is good.
1: What other lakes do you are you in charge of over in that office?
2: Well, we have the yeah like yeah, not, not 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 as many as some areas. Uh, we have Lake of the Woods and the Rainy River, and then we uh, do um, the Red River of the North, and we also have Lake Bronson, Hayes Lake, uh, Florian Reservoir, uh, the the red lake river reservoir down there in thief lake or thief river falls uh Mm -hmm. so we and but we have a lot of rivers uh up in our area and that's what we outside of the large lake that's what we also put a lot of our focus on
1: so i you know i lived up in that neck of the woods for a number of years red lake falls and then i spent a year and a half up in rozo um so i'm somewhat familiar with hayes lake and and lake bronson for the angler what what are they going to find in those two lakes
2: well, you know, Hayes Lake is a is, has a real high quality uh, bluegill fishery. Hmm. Um, also has some nice bass fishing. That that lake is a, a non-motorized lake uh, or non-powered motor. You can only use uh, rowboats and canoes out there. Gotcha. Uh, kayaks, but uh, it's a it's a nice it's a beautiful setting. There's some nice bluegills and crappies out there, and uh, for people that like to catch big, large-mouth bass, uh, it's a place you can actually do that up here up north uh... lake bronson is uh, uh, a lake we actually stock with uh, walleye fry uh... currently uh... has a good walleye population um, uh, and good crappie fishing northern pike are really good there Um as are bass as well in certain parts of the lake uh... both lakes are pretty popular i'd say Br- lake bronson gets quite a bit more attention because part part of the fact is it seems like a busier uh, state park and it also allows motorized uh, boats out there, so um, on the weekends in the summertime it can be quite busy, and uh, every winter on uh, Lake Bronson it also picks up into a pretty good uh, winter fishery there, and there'll be a pretty pretty decent size concentration of anglers out there.
1: And if I'm correct, and I may not be, is Hayes Lake a man-made lake?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, both of those lakes are. Oh, they are, both are. Okay, yeah, they are both uh, impoundments, um, so they're. Uh, on on the, uh, the their impoundments on the river, and uh, um, hmm. yeah, they're not natural. Neither one of them are natural lakes.
1: Okay, uh, but both have done quite well. <laughs> Sounds they like they
2: have. That. Both of them have uh, have had a very interest uh, very interesting history on uh, fisheries management, but uh, um, the current status of both of those lakes is uh, they're both looking really good.
1: Okay. And as long as we have you here, let's talk a little Red River. Um used to hear lots of great reports of catfish on Red River. I assume they're still there. I haven't heard uh as much lately though.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's still a popular and uh you know, it's one of the best channel catfish fisheries in the or it's, or it's uh noted as one of the best cat channel catfish fisheries in the in the country and uh uh you know, anglers have you know we get several reports uh we do uh, assessments out there periodically uh and uh all indications are we have a real nice uh, abundance of both eater size and uh large channel catfish out there and you know there, it's a pretty dedicated group of anglers and uh you know they have their you know the, 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 their uh there's a couple few tournaments out there every year some actually really big uh channel catfish uh fishing tournaments every year um, and the anglers are catching some real dandy fish out there.
1: Oh, okay, uh, so no shortage.
2: No shortage. <laughs> and there's also, you know, and there's actually that's another dynamic fishery in the sense of, uh, you know, you also have walleye, sauger. Uh, you know, there's there's a, there's a lot of species in that river that uh, anglers do enjoy catching.
1: You know, living in Minnesota, and particularly where I live, you know, in the Bemidji area, Park Rapids, Walker, where it's just lake, 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 lake. We really forget i forget all the time that walleye really are river fish
2: oh yeah they're very abundant in a, you know in a lot of these northern rivers um you know many of the rivers in our work area here uh, have good walleye populations good catfish good pike populations uh you know and i can tell you that a lot a lot of anglers like to keep their secret uh their secret holes there uh, on those rivers so you don't ever see, you don't hear much from the river <laughs> anglers because they're a little bit more protective of their <laughs> honey holes.
1: I'm sure they are. Yes. Let's circle back to uh, Lake of the Woods. I'm just curious, Phil. Is there any fishery out there um, that you just look at and you say, "Why don't more people go after these fish that are that are abundant in Lake of the Woods?" Are there any fish you wish we'd be fishing for that were not?
2: Well, you know, not not so much. I mean, you know, anglers go after what they like to eat, and sure uh... you know they, they 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 put a put a pretty good focus on the walleye and sauger and uh... sturgeon uh... That there is a good clientele out there that there are a good group of uh... people out there that like to eat them but uh, frankly most people are out there uh... just enjoying battling those big fish you know in the winter time we start seeing the uh, anglers catching a lot more tulibees. um... you know we do have white fish in the lake um... and, and uh... we do it's, it, I actually am hearing more and more reports of people keeping tulabies, or in uh, uh, some uh, some guides actually up at, out of the Northwest Angle targeting lake whitefish uh, in the wintertime. and those are both very pop, very very good high quality food uh, uh, fish to eat. Um, so, you know, I think anglers uh, kind of go for what they like, uh, and uh, you know, they there's no hidden secrets out there. I mean, the Lake of the Woods has a pretty viable fishery for most of the spe- species out there so okay
1: well don't forget we got the meeting tuesday night six to nine at lake of the wood school in bidet the two proposals phil are um, uh, the winter walleye sauger limit going from eight with f- no more than four being walleye down to six with no more than four being walleye correct
2: that's correct yeah. and, and then the spring uh change of uh from going from a two-fish limit in the spring on the river and four-mile Bay to catch-and-release only. All right.
1: And for those who uh, maybe can't make the meeting but want to have their voices heard, there are there are ways of do, doing that, correct?
2: Yep. Uh, people can call our office uh, at area code 218-634-2522, or uh, they can email fisheries at us.
1: All right. Phil Talmage is the Bidette Area Fisheries Manager. Taking time to talk Lake of the Woods with us and some Rainy River and, and, oh, and a few other places too as long as we were at it. Hey Phil, oh, thanks. We covered
2: them all. Yeah, <laughs> I think we
1: did. Phil, thanks for your time. We always appreciate talking to you.
2: Yep, thank you, Kevin.
1: Checking in with Ethan Rogers over at Northwoods Bait, uh, up across from the Northwoods Access off Lake Bemidji, and Ethan, we're well into fall fishing now, no question about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, boy, it definitely feels like fall, doesn't it? <laughs> it?
1: It certainly does. May not be all that pleasant to get out on the water, but I got to think the bite's pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's really been uh, been hearing good reports. Things seem to be picking up here. Water's cooling down, you know, we we're talking fifty-two to to 55 degrees already water temp out there so it went down fast but i tell you what that that jig and minnow bite is really heating up here
1: uh it certainly is uh, and of course uh, that's what everybody likes to do it's an easy way to fish and of course they're very aggressive this time of year
0: yeah they are you know there's just it's no easier way to fish it's, it's my favorite if i could just get by with the jig and the minnow all year i'd love to but yeah there's something special about the fall the fall fishing here you know grab a a shiner or a red tail or you know, any other kind of minnow, and to get it on the jig and, and start working working the edge of those weeds, and, and the walleys are there.
1: So uh, no, no problems finding uh, minnows right now at Northwoods Bait?
0: No, we, we've got everything in stock from uh, golden shiners. We've got a nice river mix, creek chubs, red tails, and everything else in between. In fact, we've actually still got uh, leeches and crawlers, but, uh, you know, the bite's a little little less on those right now as everybody turns towards the minnows here.
1: Sure. What, what are we finding for bait, or rather for uh, lure color?
0: You know, any any type of bright jig uh, or even just glow gold, you, you, there's, really, there's really not any particular pattern. It seems to be working better than the other with the jigs right now. Um, guys are still uh, still rigging, too. You know, playing Lindy rig, uh, letting that red tail run a little bit more, and they're giving some that way, too.
1: Now, we had a spectacular year on Lake Bemidji. I presume that's continued?
0: It has, yeah. You know, it's slowed down there for a little bit, but now that this water temp uh, went down, Just this last week, really, it sounds like it's really kicked back in here.
1: Okay, and I'm assuming the musky bite is strong.
0: It has been, you know, uh, I've actually heard some great reports of people at least seeing a bunch of fish on Bemidji. Uh, six fish afternoon uh, follows, uh, but still a little, little light on the catching, but I think that's going to change here pretty quick.
1: Okay. Um, what about some of the other lakes, Cass Lake, uh, Bleach Lake, what are you hearing from there? There's up north, Black Duck and Red, what are we hearing?
0: You know, Black Duck still seems to be uh, spitting fish out. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like that's, you know, been all, all year long, it's been... It's been good up there. Uh, Cass continues. Uh, you know, it was a red tail bite here recently. Um, uh the last couple weeks here, also has been putting a lot of fish out, too. So that, that's a good one to go hit up this time of year.
1: Okay. What about uh, muskies? Uh, are all those lakes pretty well, Black Duck, obviously not, but uh, Cass and uh, Plantagenet are they, they got a good muskie bite going on now, too?
0: Yeah, yep. Uh, you know, I'm hearing a, uh, fish moving on plenty. Um Cass still been still been a little tougher in fact i spent the day out there sunday didn't see a fish but you know these uh these temps are gonna, gonna stabilize here a little bit now and i think the fish are gonna really get going and it's the time of year to start uh start dragging that sucker behind the boat uh, grab grab some big suckers and put it under a under a bobber rig or a quick strike and let those fish eat it
1: all right what about red what have you heard
0: red i actually haven't heard much of anything from red uh, okay. you know a couple guys that did head up that way but i never heard any reports back
1: okay. you know it's been a kind of quiet year up there by by our standards
0: it really has you know again i know people are heading up there but i just haven't heard the you know the bang out reports that we're used to hearing like we or at least we do in the early season but uh you know that'll change. Uh, change come early ice here. You know that gets hit real hard right away here. But uh, that'll be here before we know it. Okay.
1: Our bass guys still out there. copy guys still out there.
0: They are. Yeah, uh, going through a lot of crappie minnows. You know guys are pretty tight lipped about those this time <laughs> of year, but they are. They are getting them potted up a little bit. Uh, yeah, you can even target those if you find the schools. Grab one of the little the little jig and or little puppet minnows, and you can vertical jig right into those schools and, and get some nice crappies this time of year.
1: When you get a chance to get out there, where are you going to go fishing?
0: Boy, I think I'm going to head uh, to Bemidji this weekend and get in on the walleye bite. It sounds like it's really kicking in here.
1: Any particular spots that are going right now?
0: You know, north end, a lot of people uh, head out of here over to DNR Bar. Uh, I've heard of fish as shallow as 7 feet already. Uh, guys are you know they're they're on the wedges edges of the weeds hitting the cabbage beds and and getting some out there too but you guys are still finding some pods out a little deeper with the jigging wraps and I know the crankbait bite's still been going if you want to get out in the evening and stay out after dark
1: all right you know we could get a surprise and have a couple of really nice weeks weather-wise i'm certainly hoping we do but the trend in, in <laughs> seems to indicate we might have an early ice fishing season
0: You know, it's shaping up that way. It's shaping up that way. I I can't believe how fast these these water temps uh, drop here for us. In fact, I've talked to some of their guides, and they've said it's about the fastest they've ever seen it drop. So I think we're in for an early ice here if this trend continues.
1: Anything new out there in the ice fishing uh, tackle or equipment that uh, that you're pretty fond of right now?
0: You know, there's some new stuff coming out. Uh, you know, obviously everybody's looking for the latest in efficiency and portability and mobility. And uh, Eskimo is coming out with a new uh, new pistol bit. It's one of those that you use with your hand drill. Uh, it's going to be the lightest and one of the most efficient on the market. So that's coming out brand new this year. Lindy's coming out with some uh, some new stuff here. Uh, Northland, of course, has some great stuff coming out. So uh, check back in with us. Within a couple of weeks, we're going to really start putting out the new stuff here. Okay.
1: And uh, in the meantime, we uh, still got that jig and minnow bite. And, of course, uh, strong fish, and really whatever species you want, uh, are going to be producing up until until you can't get out on the water anymore. Yeah,
0: this is the best time of year, I think, to get out there. I enjoy it. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of pressure off the lakes. Um, it, it it's a great time here going to put some fish in the boat. But, yeah, you got to bundle up a little bit on these cooler days, but, but you're rewarded for it.
1: Absolutely. All right, uh, what are your hours again, Ethan, if people need to stop by and get some bait?
0: Yeah, we're here from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., right across from the Northwoods Access on Lake Bemidji. Give us a call at 218 444 bait
1: And that is seven days a week, right?
0: Seven days a week, yep.
1: All right, Ethan Rogers from Northwoods Bait joining us with the scoop. Ethan, thanks for your time today.
0: You bet. Thank you. This has been Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hear it exclusively on kbun 104.5, Thursdays at 1240 and Saturday mornings at 8.
1: Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions.
2: Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free twenty and twenty-three. 23.